0: from a galaxy far far away and a bookshelf straight out of the 90s from Thrawn to Dantooine and everything in between this is Legends Look Back
1: and how is it going everybody on this perfectly normal nothing unusual happening in the world of Star Wars Thursday night just ready to have some casual expanded universe conversation. let talk about some Legends merch, and uh, that's it. Nothing else. Nothing else to get excited about in the world of Star Wars. Of course, there's no December, no big holiday Christmas movie, uh, holiday Star Wars movie this year. Holiday Christmas movie. What? What am I? Just trying to be extra redundant up in here. No, there's no uh, Star Wars movie to wait in line for in the cold and uh, to get to get. You can't get together with your friends to go to the movies this year. No. However, what we do have is an incredibly robust set of announcements tonight and uh, who missed out on all of it and was just in time to do this podcast and he showed up and I say, so what'd you think about it all? Is uh, my buddy, my friend and yours, Freddie C. Uh, how's
0: it going, Freddie? It's going, man. I I was working uh, all day today. Uh, it was a pretty busy day and I knew something something was happening when I saw about maybe 10 to 20 wow's. From Meg yeah. in the chat. <laughs> wow! 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 Yeah. So uh, you know, I'm pretty excited to. I mean, a lot of it is. I mean, Legends Legends is still seeping through.
1: That's right. You can't you can't kill this stuff. You can't get rid of us if you tried. Um, the only one who has the power to get rid of us is Cornhorn. I mean Corey <laughs> Helton himself. And um, try as he might, we're still here every Thursday night at 9:30. What is this? Eastern Legends Look Back on uh, Twitch.tv slash Utini underscore US. And you know, uh, it's convenient that our show starts so late on Thursday, isn't it, Freddie? Yeah. <laughs> Especially considering that all of this news broke after we had a perfectly ironed out, uh, <laughs> buttery smooth intro. We were going to talk about good, Goodreads challenges. I was going to talk about my book count of how many books I'd read this year. As if we're going to talk about that. After this day of announcements, chief among them, Freddie, you want to tell everybody what's the, the most exciting Legends thing people should be excited about after tonight's announcements? And we had a lot of announcements, but there's yeah, really one yeah, there's, that takes the cake, isn't there? There's
0: one that that got me to, uh, you know, thankfully it was uh, my Utini fam that uh, got me caught up with all the news, uh, specifically right. Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I said, we're not going to start the show until you watch this video, yeah. Freddie, And uh, it was the Rogue Squadron. Uh, movie of course right I'm assuming it's a movie I I wish yeah I mean it looks like it's a movie I I want it to be a series that way it just keeps on going and keeps on giving that's right but uh, Yeah. yeah that was so exciting if there was anything that got me really excited it was that for sure you know,
1: we we kind of had some rumors happening throughout the week. We might have this, might have that, might have an Ahsoka show announced, might have uh, a Ryan Johnson movie announced. Um, uh, probably going to get more info on the casting Andor series or the Bad Batch, and we got that stuff minus the Ryan Johnson. Uh, we don't talk about him on this podcast. Um, <laughs> however, we're fans and all that. Um, one thing we didn't see coming, though. Was this announcement? And there's this video. Um, my wife and I—we've been out. Uh, our family been out looking at some Christmas lights. A, a stay in your car. Keep your mask on. Uh, you no know, windows up. Everybody's contained. Uh, Christmas lights festival in the town next door. I knew that these announcements were breaking. On the way back, I finally had to say, "Rebecca, would you pull out my phone and please just read me everything in the Slack? Just read it all." <laughs> and she said, "Hold on. There's a video. It's got Patty Jenkins. I'm watching it." And I said, "No, don't watch it. I'm driving." And I could just hear everything happening. And when she said these words, "I'm gonna make the best Starfighter pilot movie ever made," I screamed at the top of my lungs. In fact, my kids spent the rest of the drive home just pleading for me to stop screaming. That's ex- <laughs> that's how excited I was, Freddie. Do you believe me? I do. Or do you believe no, me? No, I, I definitely <laughs> believe you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this before we move on. You know, obviously, there's endless possibilities with a Rogue Squadron movie. First of all, we might get some Rogue Squadron books. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, We're going to have some tie-in material. It's really exciting. Shout out to Frank in the Slack for uh, pointing out that maddening fact. It's going to keep me awake all night. But also this. Um, you know, hey, it's probably not going to happen, but a man can dream, can't he? What do you think the chances are, Freddy, that we're going to have a character in this movie named Corin Horn? Oh,
0: man, I, I really hope it happens. I really do. <laughs> It would, I do too. I think it, it, that's one of the things that I would solidify. Uh, that that and you know we didn't re- we didn't get any naked palps, but um, I mean there's still time, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but that and uh, inserting Corin Horn into Canon would be the ultimate uh, Legends push, in my opinion.
1: I mean, even if it's just like a throwaway line in like the visual guide, that would be enough for me. However. Um, you know, I, I I honestly the movie coming from Patty Jenkins would like to see a more female centric Rogue Squadron movie. Obviously, there's some really cool ladies in the X Wing books. We got Yella uh, and Mirax and and Erisi, and you know there's there's a good crew of them, but they're they're pretty andocentric books, right? You've got your Wedge and your Tycho, and your Corran Horn, your Noara Ven. Um, I, I would like to see a more ladies-focused Rogue Squadron series, but I've got to say I'm 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 aiming high for Cornhorn. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Freddie. Um, fan cast with me for two minutes. Who is playing Cornhorn in the the upcoming Rogue Squadron movie directed by Patty Jenkins?
0: Uh, I was going to say myself, but I'm going to go with I, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see. Uh, for some reason, I want to see Keanu Reeves in in some sort of Corn Horn position.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Keanu Reeves as Corn that
1: that blows my expectations out of the water. I'm going a drastically different direction, Freddie. Uh, one of two ways. One would like to see a really derpy corn horn, like a corn horn that's extremely self-aware, like Josh Gad as Corn Horn or something like that. I, J- hey, Josh Gad, Rogue Squadron fan. Hey, he's got like one of the chief the top comments on the Patty Jenkins video on Twitter. He'd be down for it. You know, he would be. Or maybe maybe Josh Gad is like the, the grandson of Porkins, am I right? Oh
0: gosh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or we go a totally different direction, like a corn horn who's super cocky, super arrogant, easy to hate. Somebody like Chad Michael Murray, you know what I mean? Um, for some two thousands angst, get somebody like him. It's got to ha- got to be somebody who's just extremely
0: agitated. I'm gonna revise my my fan casting and say Michael Sarah. Oh, my goodness. He would be fun in this movie. I don't know if I'd
1: want him as Corin, but have him as like uh, kind of like a a budding pilot who's just trying to cut his teeth on the squad. He's like new to the team and uh, just saw some kind of a Twitch notification there. What did it say, Freddie? Could you see it?
0: I, did, I didn't see it. Sorry.
1: Let's see if I can find it. Whoever it was that just did something. We appreciate having you here with us. Uh, thanks for the bits or the, the subscribe or the follower. Or- oh, it's my brother, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Justin just followed so awesome uh glad to have you here with us oh let's see i can finally see the chat now that's fun um welcome everybody who's here with us tonight live on legends look back we've got andrew says um rain wilson as cornhorn <laughs> would be amazing cheryl says she'd like to see keanu reeves as Reven, which i agree however not in this movie Chris Evans is what Andrew says. Now, Andrew, that's an excellent choice. However, for me, canonically, Chris Evans is Tycho. Ooh. So, um, you know, it's yeah. going to be hard to beat that in my mind. I like that. Um, obviously, I don't want this to be an exact adaptation <laughs> of the Rogue Squadron books. Uh, you know, you can make it like half adaptation, half going in a new direction just to keep it fresh, yeah. keep it fun. The, Either uh, way, in case you can't tell, like, my heart is racing just thinking about all of this. How about you, Freddie? Yeah, I was
0: going to say the 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 anticipation is high you know i'm 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 really glad to see it I, I hope it uh exceeds my expectations i'm gonna keep them you know moderate i don't want to look too far into it i don't want to spoil myself yeah. but uh i'm pretty excited
1: now i see uh spice then in the chat says uh how do you feel about the t70 in the logo and spice then i've got to say i have no idea what you're talking about and I'm excited to find out after the show. So um, in the meantime, we've got tons of fun, legends stuff tonight. Now the other day I had a long conversation with my brother about what we're going to be getting each other for the holidays. And I said, you know what, I'm not going to answer that question. Instead, watch the podcast and get some ideas. Watch the live show. We're going to be talking about the best merch you could want or ask for or give to a friend who likes Star Wars or, hey, even one who doesn't especially when it comes to the fun, obscure, outdated, expanded universe that we know and love as Legends. So, without further ado, let's kick it off. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Legends Look Back, a show brought to you by UTini.com, a show that's been described as a Star Wars podcast you wish you could have listened to on your Sony Walkman. Where we talk about all things Star Wars legends, celebrating our rich EU history, as well as diving into lesser-known Star Wars classics. I'm your host, Jared Mays, and today, once again, I'm joined by the great and legendary <laughs> Freddie C
0: himself. How are you, Freddie? I'm doing great, man. I, I, it was uh, it was a rough day, but after the news, I'm doing fantastic. That's right. We got
1: a lot of fun stuff to celebrate here tonight. Um, in case you're not with us live, didn't hear that uh, the, the pre intro to the intro why do we have so many intros you should hear my sermons if you think i've got a lot of intros on this podcast i'll tell you that much sometimes i just go full michael scott and i've got two or three ideas just use all three of them hello and i'm michael scott and this is my presentation anyway um you know of course as we get going with all this we had all this new news about new uh, disney plus shows and movies and animated this and Whew, what a night to be a Star Wars fan. We're going to set all of that aside for the rest of the night, and we are going to help Santa fill your stockings with the best legends E gear there's ever been. Here in the holiday season, of course, it seems like there's endless possibilities for giving and receiving with Star Wars merchandise flying off the shelves and special offers hitting your email inboxes and Instagram ads. So we are here to help you sort through the nonsense and the the worst Star Wars gifts you could possibly be given or accidentally give to somebody. Remember one year my, my in laws bought me Star Wars jelly beans. <laughs> Why is that even a thing? Why? Hey, you don't have to give Star Wars jelly beans for the holidays this year. Instead we're gonna help give you fun ideas from books to lightsabers to action figures to hey, some off the wall stuff you never saw coming. But before we do, uh, tonight I'm also joined by, well, the savior of the show, our producer, the Queen of Legends, Meg. How are you what doing, Meg?
2: Is up. I'm great. I'm excited. It yes. has been quite the day to be a Star Wars man. Woman fan. is directing Isn't a Star, Star Wars Meg? movie. It is a good day.
1: I'll say this much on the feminist angle: um, my wife actually shared the Patty Jenkins video to social media before I had a chance <laughs> to. That's how wow. excited she was, and and she has gone on record saying she would rather me have a socks podcast, like the things you put on your feet, than have a Star Wars podcast. She's so tired of Star Wars, <laughs> and yet. Um, she shared them and she was so excited. It's pretty thrilling, isn't it, it Meg? Is. It's
2: a, it's a. It'll be really good.
1: Yeah. No matter what, it's. I mean, just the just that trailer was already better than half the Star Wars, yeah. Wars movies, don't you think?
2: Uh, yeah. I mean,
1: <laughs> don't know. Don't know if that's true. <laughs> Unbelievable. When she see my wife didn't tell me until I finally got home and had the chance to watch it myself. She 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 didn't tell me about the ending where Patty Jenkins puts on the helmet mm-hmm. and then the orange flight suit and walks up to the X wing. Yeah. I mean, whew, I'm getting sweaty, sweaty up in here in Legends Look Back. Well, Meg, we always like to start the show by talking about our recent acquisitions. Meg, you love to, you love to fill your shelves with Star Wars books. You got anything new this week to talk about?
2: Uh, nothing within reach, but I did, get, <laughs> I did, um, I got the new lightsaber collection book, the one that's like, shaped oh. like, it's like this, so that you open it. and That it's sucker like, is beautiful. It's, a, it is it's amazing, and I can't wait to like, actually look through it, and... Um, at all everyone's lightsabers and um yeah i got a lot of books this week so i'm trying to like remember if there's anything else but that one definitely stuck out to me i don't know how i'm gonna fit it on my shelves it's weirdly shaped which some star wars books are but
1: (laughs) yeah they are and it's irritating it's it's absolutely maddening um let me ask you this meg one important question about the lightsaber book does it have the dark saber
2: uh you know what I'm sure if it does and I find it, you will know. You don't even I know. know. I don't know. I haven't looked. I've stumped her. I haven't looked at it yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the problem. with you buy, When you buy too many Star Wars books, you don't even know what's yep, in your Star Wars
2: exactly. book.
1: Exactly, uh, Freddie, I saw you excitedly jump up out <laughs> yeah. of your chair and go get something. What you got for I, us, Freddie? I
0: surprisingly don't have this book yet. It's, it's one that I've been wanting to get, and I finally found it at my local bookstore. And, oh, Smells like the 90s. He sniffed it. For our audio <laughs> listeners, he sniffed it. He said it smells like the 90s. Uh, it's the, oh, let me see, let me just read the title. It's the Tales it's of Tales the Hunters. Tales from something. Yeah. I'm oh, sure Bounty Hunters,
1: can... yeah. See the cover
0: there. Wonderful.
1: Yeah, I've I've read a couple stories from it. I haven't read the whole thing. Mm. Um, would love to get into it.
0: Yeah, it's definitely... Um, uh,
1: especially relevant, it's... since we just had the return of a legendary character, we'll say that much, mm-hmm. in the uh, Disney Plus TV show. In case you've been buried under a rock, I'ma spoil it here. Alright, you got ten seconds to escape, if you don't want to be spoiled for season two of the Mandalorian. It's Boba Fett! Boba
0: Fett's back. Yep. Boba Fett, where? He he's on the Mandalorian. So, uh Freddie, how excited are you? Very excited. I, I uh you know, there's, there's the whole camp of who is is he still alive? It's finally well, hopefully it's finally settled. We've got our yeah. answer. And That's right. uh, and it was excellently done. It, it was excellently done, and and in my opinion, it was probably the best way to do it. Which is, <laughs> he sees some other Mandalorian take his armor, right? That's right. So, no, it's incredibly well done.
1: Well, we will We'll talk about that. We could have a whole Boba Fett episode, <laughs> and we will. Don't you worry. We'll have multiple Boba Fett episodes, uh, Fettisodes. In fact, is what we'll have. <laughs> I got a, a new book this week. Went to and by new book I mean so old that the pages are literally. I don't know if they're brown or they're yellow, but they're definitely not white. I'll tell you that much. I got uh, the Sci-Fi Book Club edition, hardback of Darth Maul Shadowhunter. Absolutely one of my favorite Legends books. And the reason I say it is the Sci-Fi Book Club edition is because it's about this much shorter than all the rest of my Legends hardcovers. Speaking of books of odd sizes. So I would be frustrated if I wasn't so incredibly delighted (laughs) because I am so happy to have this bad boy. That's awesome. I got paid $3 for it. Yeah, very excited. It's for sure. And it's definitely wafting off a of smell. So I'm going to stick it right back over there <laughs> as well. <laughs> well, um we obviously have some fun stuff that we're showing off here on Legends Look Back, but you know what? By the time this month is over, you might have some fun stuff to show off as well, especially if you share this video or this podcast episode with the loved ones in your life who, you know what, if you're tired of your Um, the loved ones in your life getting you pajama pants and socks every year for the holidays. This is the episode to share with them. If you're worried about getting another coffee mug, um, you'll be left with one heck of a wish list and an empty bank account. Definitely one or the other, if not both, before we're done here tonight on the Ultimate Legends Holiday Gift Guide. So start us off, Freddie. Kick us off with our first category tonight, is um, one thing that you might be able to get with your (laughs) leftover gift cards or um, of course something you could get for the legends fan in your life is some star wars art Mm -hmm. Um, specifically in the realm of legends we've got just a couple of pieces we want to talk about
0: yeah uh, you know there's there's a lot of really good legends art Uh, everything that i have all the art that i have is still considered legends art uh, in my opinion Uh, it's all original trilogy uh usually has vehicles of some sort, but there's, there's one artist in particular that it looks like you have him on here as well. Uh, That's right. Uh, Tsunayo Sanda, who's, uh, his, his Japanese influence on, on his art and Star Wars is very interesting because he combines both of them together. And, and I'll post it to the Discord, but there's, there's a lot of really good art out there for Legends, uh, especially when you look at the uh, Essential Guide. Right and Oh, absolutely. And you... There's
1: tons of original
0: artwork in that. Yeah, and, and I'll let you take over because there's you, you've also got his name down here, which is interesting.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um my favorite piece of Legends art and a piece that I have had in my Amazon shopping cart for literally months and haven't pulled the trigger on because I'm a little frugal. Alright, I might have over four hundred Star Wars books, but I'm a little frugal when it comes to my fandom. I don't always just pull the trigger immediately. Um this is a celebratory art piece. Um, done by Suneo Sanda to celebrate um, the Dark Horse comics rich history in um, uh, Star Wars storytelling. This was done in 2007. Uh, Meg, do we have this one to, to show off? Um, if not, I'll post it in the Discord. Um, this piece, uh, of course, celebrates um, everything from like the old school days of, of the Rogue Squadron comics. Um, it's got characters from the... Um, the the Tales of the Jedi series that I love it's got uh, half bald no- uh, Nomi Sunrider <laughs> 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 that I absolutely love here, here we go oh. uh, absolutely love the the look that she's got going we've got Cade Skywalker um, as shirtless as Jedi Master Jarua Sabayoff <laughs> right there front and center on here um, absolutely gorgeous piece of art um what else, we got Darth Crate on here. We've got some of the legacy characters. I mean, you could scour this thing for ages awesome. and still be picking up characters. Got tons of characters from John Jackson Miller's um, Knights of the Old Republic series. I need to make sure I give them a shout out for Scooma Joe, it's his favorite series. Um, I mean, it's got everything. I, I just spend, I don't know how much, how many hours of my life I've wasted just looking into the Rancor's nostrils. <laughs> on this piece of art. Um, anyway, it's like $11 on Amazon. I'm going to be putting a lot of these links in the show notes for our YouTube and audio listeners as well. If you'd like to be able to pick some of these up, throw Utini a few credits uh, on most of these things. We'll have uh, affiliate links though, not on everything. Um, Freddie, how proud would Thrawn be of this piece of art?
0: He he would be so, so grateful that he could decipher every single one of those <clears throat> those characters background and strategy just by looking <laughs> at them <laughs> That's right. I mean it's not just characters either. We've got countless ships on this you've thing got too. Got ships and you've got I- creatures, you've got everything.
1: Yeah. I mean, what is that Riding a Rancor? Is that Asajj Ventress Riding a Rancor? It might be. It looks like it. She's I think it is. It It definitely is. No (laughs) way. Asajj Ventress Riding a Rancor. That's not what I... (laughs) I had no idea that my Thursday night needed Asajj Ventress Riding a Rancor, but it did. And we're all better off for it, aren't we? That's awesome. Okay, uh, what else is on our list? Uh, Of course, there's only just a couple that we've mentioned there in terms of Legends art. If you have some favorite Legends art, let us know. And uh, throw it in the Discord. We'd love to see what you have in mind, what's on your wish list, and maybe your, your uh, secret sabioth will get it for you for the holidays. <laughs> um, next up on, under the categories is maybe the most obvious, and that's Legends Books. Now, we're not just going to list off every Legends book that we own or want— <laughs> or have thought about buying, or are probably gonna buy. Alright, otherwise this episode would be well longer than I've got battery life in my camera. Though I do have a backup. I'll say this much, though. Um, each one of us on the show tonight is gonna go around the table and we're going to, to list one um, Legends book that we would like to add to our collection that is not currently in the collection. Meg, would you want to start us off? What's one Legends book that's your pick for the holidays?
2: Yeah, Um. so I, I checked my shelves and I have the first um, X-Wing book, Rogue Squadron. Um, I think okay. I'm going to need some more of those. So yeah, <laughs> There you go. That, that's, yeah, absolutely. Yep, that's what I need.
1: Now, with the X-Wing books, there's, there's what, four Rogue Squadron books, followed by three Wraith Squadron books, followed by two more non-sequential Rogue Squadron books that are both standalone stories slash return to the first four books in the series. Uh, and then, after, what, uh, 10, 20 years, they went back and wrote one more Wraith Squadron book about the next generation of wraiths. So that's confusing. If you're just looking to get the canonical, and by canonical I mean legends, <laughs> Rogue Squadron <laughs> stories, you really need the first four books and then uh, I Sarge's Revenge and Starfighters of Atomar, right? Freddie, you think that's fair? I think that's good. Or should I just read all, t- all 10 books, right? <laughs> Why not? Why not? Yeah, just read all 10. And we'll see if we can find a link for this. Meg, did you know that all, at least the original, the the 90s uh, X-Wing books, they're all available in one massive Kindle book for like $45? You can get all nine of them? Of
2: course they are. And of course I'm going to get that. (laughs)
1: It's awesome. I mean, it's a great way. If you're just looking to say, like, all right, I'm gonna read all the Rogue Squadron books before this movie comes out, you can grab that Kindle book for. I'll see if I can find the link. Um, what you got, Freddie? What's on your wish list when it comes to Legends books? Ruins, great pick, Meg. Ruins, great pick. Everybody give oh, Meg yeah. a round of a, a round of applause. I'm ruining Freddy's name. No, that's cool.
0: Sorry. I want to buy Ruins of Dantooine for everybody. <laughs>
1: for everybody. <laughs> now, okay, this is crazy, but this week. I did go down the rabbit hole trying to find out if Ruins of Dantooine has ever been released as a hardback, because I was trying to make a list of all the Legends hardbacks that I don't yet own. I've got all but like five or six of the paperbacks, and as far as I know, there's not a hardback.
0: Do you know of one, Freddy? No, I don't know of a hardback. It's uh, it's probably the only one I know of, well, one of the only ones I know of that does not come in a hardback. At least I have never seen it.
1: Yeah, not that I know of either, not even a Sci-Fi Book Club edition, so... Uh, that's what I would like. I would like for Santa to make one in his toy <laughs> workshop and send that to Freddy for the holidays. He's fantastic. Um, got a couple of fun picks in the chat. Uh, Rob Nee says Is- Isard's Revenge or if you're...
0: How do you say it, Freddy? Don't you say Isard differently? Um, you I'm say... pretty sure I say Isard or... Isard, yeah, yeah sure. Isan Isard. <laughs> um,
1: Spice then says he doesn't have Heir to the Empire, so we should probably get around to that at some point. I own Air to the Empire. Uh, I've got The 20th Anniversary Edition hardback. I've got the original first printing hardback. I've got it in paperback, uh, without the Legends banner, mind you. And I've got it in Kindle and on Audible. So if we're playing Heir to the Empire, bingo. Bingo. Am I right? Um, My pick for tonight in terms of one Legends book I would like to have that I don't have yet, um, and of course one that everybody should want to have, I found is one that I think a lot of people don't know about. I only discovered it uh, maybe a year or two ago. There are three hardcover collections of the Young Jedi Knights books, each one having about four books. Uh, there's 13 books in the series, so the math doesn't work out equally. Um, but there's three hardcovers, which have, like effectively turns the 13 Young Jedi Knight series into a trilogy of hardbacks. And they came from Sci-Fi Book Club. They're pretty rare, pretty expensive, and oh, so <laughs> desirable. And uh, I've spent a lot of time this year just just looking at those things online, looking at prices, thinking about buying them, almost buying them, not buying them. One of these days, though, it's going to be glorious. Am I right? Uh, Freddie, what are some other fun Legends books that, uh, you know, hey, maybe these are not our picks for the night, but what are some honorable mentions that maybe people should want to consider as some fun Legends-y gifts yeah. for friends and family this year?
0: Uh, I would say if you're, if you're really interested in... Uh uh, you know, getting somebody who hasn't really dove into Legends, or for whatever reason hasn't read any legend or any Star Wars books, who could think that? Uh, I would go with Darth, Darth Plagueis. Yeah, Darth Plagueis would be Plagueis would be probably one of the the my opinion one of the best books to give to somebody so they could just understand the machinations yeah. of the movies.
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, especially if you were to go with like the quintessential Legends books. Plagueis is a good one to give. Um, obviously, if you're looking to be a high roller, you go for that uh, oh-so-beautiful hardback, uh, which Meg and I both... Meg and I have both acquired this this year because we share a Legends hive mind, and we both picked it up within a couple of weeks of each other. Um, uh, however, you could always go with the paperback, which is perfectly fine. A lot more accessible, a whole lot easier to get. Um, Heir to the Empire is a good one to get. Kenobi's a good one to get. Uh, the hardback on that is especially hard to find. Definitely the top of my wish list. Um, what are some other goods? In the Foundational Five, you can go with Revenge of the Sith. Mm. Those are all excellent um, in terms of some good picks. Of course, I've got to say Dark Empire is a good one to get for people because who doesn't need some... Nude Palpatine for Christmas <laughs> or for the holidays. Meg, put the it, pictures uh, sorry, up. Meg. <laughs> Meg, no, please, no pics, no. No, don't do it. My brother's watching. <laughs> He's 18 now, so I guess it's okay. Um, <laughs> what else we got? What else we got? Oh, one last holiday recommendation when it comes to Legends books is especially a fun pick because this is something that we at Utini hold very close to home, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, none other than Corey Hilton himself happens to have a box Full of 10 copies of I, Jedi. How did that happen? I don't know. Definitely wasn't us at Utini getting them for him as a gag gift or, I mean, a thank you present for all of his hard work. However, a very fun gift. You really want to celebrate legends? Get somebody a box full of iJedis. Can you imagine anything more fun to open under the tree on uh, Christmas morning, Freddie? Absolutely than not. Than a box full of iJedis? iJedi all the way. Not one iJedi, not two, but 10. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> oh excellent but of course you've got legends art you've got legends books there are lots of other fun legendsy things things that i think a lot of people don't take the time to think about um as fun gifts to get for the eu fans in
0: their life what do we have next freddie uh well one of the most legends things i would say that goes along with star wars uh just just like the books do are the hasbro action figures at the time uh what was the company kenner um, you know, it goes back and forth, doesn't it? In terms of uh,
1: Kenner had the license, and then Hasbro picks up the mm-hmm. license, and at one point Hasbro had the license, but it was like under the banner of Kenner because they acquired Kenner. <laughs> it's complicated. Yeah,
0: and and I'm not going to pretend to be an expert. I uh, yeah, I I dabbled in it for a while, but it's definitely one of those things where it's like you've got a reprint on a different card, or a, you know, the same mold on a on a different card. And do you really want to collect every single one of those molds? You know, and then uh, it gets a little tricky from there. But yeah, totally. There there's there's one specifically that's very legends, in my opinion. I, I consider very legends, is the uh Macquarie concept art. And so this one is. Oh, look at that! Yeah, this one's of Boba Fett. I'm not sure if you guys can see that. Lighting is.
1: Freddy didn't tell me that he brought props. (laughs) This is exciting for our audio listeners. He's holding up like the is it the Ralph McQuarrie concept art Boba Fett? Yeah,
0: it's the Ralph McQuarrie concept Boba Fett. It also comes with a coin on the side with Boba Fett the white. Boba Fett the white, which is. uh, (laughs) Imagine if they brought it back, huh? Hmm. Yeah, what would that be like? We all know that, uh, uh, you know, Favreau and all of them are watching this show to get ideas. So. (laughs) <laughs> totally. Absolutely. Well, we've got insiders.
1: We've got insiders that Legends look back. Um, that's a great pick. You know, for me, when it comes to Legends, the action figures, um, some that I've thought about getting and they don't obviously have to be mint in package. You know, for some Legends fans, I just want them loose on the shelf. So they're a lot cheaper to pick up some fun ones that, uh, you know, I remember seeing these in our local bookstore when I was in high school and like almost buying them. But I was like, am I really that much into Star Wars? Turns out, yes. 10, 15 years later, I am. And I wish I had got these and didn't. Um, there was like a collection pack with several Legendsy Sith Lords. They had Sith Lords from like KOTOR Two, Darth Nihilus and Darth Sion. Um, there was a pack that had Darth Revan. There's a two pack that's got, that, uh, has a Darth crate and, uh, one of the oh, Imperial yeah. Knights from the legacy series. That one's really fun. Super expensive to try to find on the aftermarket. Now, anyway, these are some super fun gifts, uh, totally worth picking up. Uh, action figures of Kyle Katarn dash Rendar would be fun. Something that uh I think maybe Skooma Joe somebody in the Discord this year pointed out to me there's actually action
0: figures from Dark Empire. Did you know this, Freddy? I, I did know of it. I, <laughs> I I haven't thought of it in a while since, until you brought it up right now, but yeah, there are there are characters you can get from the they, are clothed, yep. so, they, they are clothed. So they are
1: clothed. Don't be afraid. <laughs> um but there's like, you know, cloaked Luke Looking all dark and angsty, looking like Vader without a helmet, and got big bags under his eyes. You've got uh, Palpatine with like his high collar. You know he's looking young and fresh, but clothed. Like I said, um, all <laughs> kinds of fun Dark Empire action figures. They actually made quite a bit of EU action figures in the dark times, right? The the 90s and into the the early to mid 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, you got action figures for like Shadows of the Empire and even uh, The oh, Force yeah. Unleashed. Uh, what else when it comes to Legends action figures, Ready? Anything we've left off the list? Uh,
0: well, there's there's a whole selection of... Uh, they're very exclusive, but I don't know if you've heard of Star Tots. It was uh, a toy for kids at the time. They never really came out with them, but the uh, collector's club at, at the uh, Star Wars celebration, someone usually sponsors a Star Tot, and they actually make it. And it's super limited edition, but those are... Um, legends as well because it was any in my opinion anything that was here we go there's a bigger camera i don't know if you can see that it's i have no idea where you're going with this freddy i've never <laughs> heard of these things exactly they're so they're so rare and hard to come by i'm pretty sure it's like 50 bucks per per piece now um i have to google that but yeah they're they're super legendary it was uh in my opinion it's kind of like the unreleased uh, tr- uh star or stormtrooper transporter from Kenner. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you're starting to see a lot of these these things coming into canon, which is fantastic. And it just proves to us that that in order for you to to be the best fan possible, you got to read Legends books and you got to watch Legends Look Back. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's where I was going. Um, one, the whole thing was a bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one one uh, Legends action figure that's a little bit easier to acquire—you don't have to have like the whole knowledge of all of the backstory and the Kinner line. Uh, they one that's still fairly available on the market is the Black Series Jaina Solo action figure this was a pretty recent i think it won some sort of contest with the black series where they were letting fans choose what the next one was going to be so there is the oh, actually have a picture of it here for our live and youtube listeners uh jana solo in her black combat Starfighter suit with her purple lightsaber it is purple right um absolutely excellent that's one legends figure i'm gonna have to pick up personally uh, so that people can come over and say who's that that's awesome and i can tell them everything they ever wanted to know about Jaina Solo. We even have the Solo Twins reading collection on Uchini.com, where you can learn and read everything you could possibly want to learn and read about Jaina Solo. Well, moving on, we've talked about Legends art, Legends books, Legends action figures, but if you really want to take your Legends fandom to the next level, if you want to have the most awkward-looking gift to give somebody for the holidays, one that is a dead giveaway as soon as you see the box, you could get them a Legends lightsaber freddy if you were to get somebody one legends lightsaber what
0: do you think it would be i'm a really really big fan of count dooku's lightsaber the shape of it the thought that went into it and i'm I'm pretty sure he uh sorry i'm skipping on his name right now um anyway he oh oh (laughs) uh, yeah he had influence on christopher lee Lee. sorry yeah christopher lee because he had arthritis he had arthritis but he also had influence of kind of more of like a like a, a fencing lightsaber Oh, that's right. He was the, like a duelist. Yeah, so yeah. he wanted something that fit his styles. And, of course, Mace Windu, uh, You know, he uh, Samuel L. Jackson specifically wanted purple. So,
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think if I were to get a Count Dooku lightsaber, I would call it a Bane lightsaber because Bane also has a red lightsaber with the curved hilt. I would just take it out of the box and call it Bane and be done with it. <laughs> but um, an absolutely excellent one that one's got to be fairly easy to get compared to the one that's on my list which is one that just came out this year and is already pretty uh, getting pretty expensive in the aftermarket and that is the Darth Revan lightsaber we might even have an image of this to show off which is pretty exciting obviously in KOTOR um, you are playing as well I guess this is spoilery Well, so, if you've never played KOTOR, I just ruined your life. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're playing as Revan, and so you get the opportunity to uh, make your lightsaber, and it's not nearly as customizable as, like, a modern game like Jedi Fallen Order. I spent about as much time customizing my lightsaber in that game as I did actually playing the game. Anyway, this is the canonical Legends version, at least, of... um, Darth Revan's lightsaber. It's got the purple hilt, and it will actually. Do you know this, Freddy? The the one that you can buy from Hasbro, their Force Effects saber, actually comes with two blades. You can switch out the red, uh, the purple for red. So you can sport your, oh. your your light side, dark side Revan affiliation. Whatever mood you're in, you just change that saber color. Isn't that rad? That's
0: awesome. I like it.
1: Uh, so that's obviously a, a pricier present, but totally a cool that uh, Legends piece of merch. Now, another option that you can go with when it comes to Legends sabers is just, hey, you don't want Revan? You don't want Count Dooku? Just make your own. Uh, Freddie, I know that you're you're kind of like, uh, you're big into to creating the R2-D2, and you're thinking about doing the Stormtrooper suit. You ever considered
0: making your own lightsaber? I have. I, I've definitely thought of it. I don't have the machining equipment. That's the hardest part to come by, <laughs> the expensive part. Yeah. But I've definitely thought of making my own, and of course, when I heard that Galaxy's Edge was allowing you to do that, that was one of the first things I, I want to do. That's so I'm I'm just yeah. I can't wait till you and I can stroll in together. Totally, man, we're gonna do skipping it. Skipping into our lightsaber uh fashioning session.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure, it's gonna happen. Um, you know, it was we had plans. We had plans for May, Freddy. It was supposed to happen, but the Force had other plans in mind. Um, When it comes to building your own lightsaber, obviously one that I would want to build is the first uh, canonical in Legends um, double-bladed lightsaber, which is Exar Kun's double-bladed gold lightsaber from the Tales of the Jedi comics, which is pretty awesome. That's top of my list. Um, If you don't want to go the double-bladed route, the possibilities are limitless, and there's all kinds of uh, companies where you can buy the pieces and um, where you can customize your own and it can get as pricey as you want it to get but definitely a fun angle to go to express your Legends fandom now, uh, something that's especially fun at least for Meg and myself as big fans of these I'm not sure about you, Freddy um, one other option Meg just recently showed off her brand new Revan and Malik Funko Pops uh, and so you could of course go the Legends route with the Funkos you've also got uh, there's this Macquarie concept art
0: Funkos um what's your stance on Funko Pops ready never heard of them just kidding uh <laughs> <laughs> I I love Funkos they're blasphemy <laughs> they're definitely not my my cup of tea I am more of the vehicles I've got a ton of vehicles here I've got Y wings yeah. X wings I, I love vehicles I love droids you got a sand crawler above your head yeah you can see the sand crawler <laughs> painting up there
1: uh I've got what is this also a sand no, oh, it's a mouse droid. It's a mouse. I forgot droid. what this thing was. Still called. Still cool. Still, still a droid. <laughs> big difference there between a sandcrawler
0: and a mouse droid, but uh, similar shape. Yeah, I, I, I really like the the one that you you managed to pick up. The uh, what was it? The probe droid. I like that one a lot actually. Yeah, yeah, that was probably nice. my favorite Got one. Half price thanks to Eric
1: scouring those deals, Black Friday deal. He was like, "You gotta get it, man!" And I was like, "Okay, I'm not gonna tell my wife." Guess what? She found out. All right. <laughs> Um, those are some really fun ones the only other Legends Funko Pop and of course Freddy makes a good point anything original trilogy or prequel trilogy you could call Legends yep. if you want to um, the only other one that, that really fits Legends is there's actually a Dark Trooper Funko Pop and I think it's specifically the Force Unleashed 2 Dark Trooper and if you want to know more about Dark Troopers and oh boy is there a lot of uh, minutia in Legends when it comes to the dark troopers we just released a recent youtube video um which was just like the, the full in your face deep dive history of the dark troopers which is totally worth your time is excellently done i mean i'm somebody who kind of prides themselves in feeling like they know a lot of the minute details about star wars even for me i turned this thing on expecting to have it on the background while i did the dishes as soon as i turned it on i was like oh There's a lot of stuff here I don't know about. So um, when it comes to Legends Funko Pops, you pretty much just got Revan, Malak, the Dark Trooper, and then one other, the Holy Grail of Funkos. Do you know what it is, Freddy? Like the most desirable Funko Pop for a lot of Funko collectors? Uh, I I have no idea. Which one is it? I'll give you a hint. It's the only Funko Pop with red eyes. Are we talking Thrawn? Thrawn. Yeah, the blue skin, the red eyes. Yeah. That Funko is super hard to come by. Meg, do you have a Thrawn Funko? I didn't warn Meg that I was going to ask her this one. You've got one! Meg <laughs> has Thrawn! No way! Oh, <laughs> uh, look at that grin on her face. That is somebody who is quite proud of their. Is it your favorite one, Meg? Or is is going to be Phasma, right?
2: It's definitely the shiny Phasma, is my favorite.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Phasma is nice, for sure. Oh, well. If you're looking to offload a Thrawn, I'll pay exactly retail price. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you can get about ten times that. Um, you know, we've talked about some you know pretty easy-to-come-by uh, legendsy things, things you don't have to scour too hard. You don't have to think too hard to come up with these recommendations, art or books or lightsabers or Funko Pops. But now we're going to get into the nitty-gritty. But first, I'm going to sip on my drink out of this. Um, gorgeous Millennium Falcon Mug. I think I actually got this last holiday season. Just gonna sip my drink here for a minute as we think about our next recommendation.
0: What are you drinking? What is that?
1: I actually got hot cocoa tonight, man. Who do you think you are? Luke Called Skywalker?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. The next thing on our Legends list, how'd you like our bet? It's definitely the worst one we've ever done. Um the next item on our um on our legends holiday gift guide or something that's not exactly going to break the bank but strictly speaking it is a legends gift am i right freddie that is is. (laughs) just stick a pack of hot cocoa in somebody's stocking you could put it right inside the inside flap of heir to the empire (laughs) and they'll figure it out within the first 20 pages when good boy luke skywalker is drinking his hot cocoa uh that doesn't Lando give him the hot cocoa yeah I think it's because Lando's like bar, I got a right? spicy
0: <laughs> drink to hook you up with <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, if I can't remember correctly but I'm pretty sure they were going to a bar or he offered him like a uh, bourbon of some sort and he was like yeah Corellian
1: whiskey I'll have a hot cocoa <laughs> right <laughs> got any blue milk uh, and instead they gave him hot chocolate you could put one of those Swiss mix packs and in, in some blue milk and um, I'm sure it turns out like a Deep, rich shade of purple like Mace Windu's lightsaber. Anyway, that's kind of a fun, cheap stocking stuffer. The fact of the matter is not all of the Legends gifts that you could get for somebody are actually um, physical books or um, action figures or things you can put on the shelf. No, our next category really is uh, more in the digital realm. Um first on the list of digital things that you could get for the legends fan in your life is an Audible subscription. Of course, we at Utini have an affiliate link where you can get one free Audible book um with a free subscription you get one free book and there is a ton of legends books on Audible. Pretty much all of the legends books in the late era of Legends, talking about uh, like 2010 to 2014, all of those are available unabridged. So there's like what five a year? What are we talking? Uh, 20, 25 books there that are all unabridged. Uh, many of them narrated by Mark Thompson. Uh, where do you stand on the audiobooks, Freddie? Do you listen to
0: listen to audio Yeah, that's that's the probably one of the only ways I can actually consume my media is is through audio. It, usually while I'm driving or while I'm doing some tasks at work, but uh it's it's hard for me to sit down and read. Nobody tell Freddy's bosses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am my boss. Just kidding. Um perfect. It's the best way to go. Yeah, but uh it, it's uh audiobook is definitely the route I go and uh I'm so glad for for things like Audible where we can, you know, you can pick anything you want in, in the the registry of Star Wars, so
1: Yeah, absolutely. And there's tons of stuff, especially in uh, canon, that I would recommend as well. We won't talk about those on this episode. Even some of the abridged books I would recommend, especially the... There's different categories of the abridged audiobooks. I won't get too in the weeds on this. I really can, if you want me to. Um, The the era right before the books became unabridged, so um, mid to late 2000s, those books, typically, you've got about a quarter of the book, to a third of the book eliminated which basically ends up being where they just abridge like the worst plot point (laughs) which honestly with some of the legends books isn't a crime it's a good thing (laughs) it's it's, uh, honestly not a bad way to consume if you're just trying to plow through some legends there's quite a bit of like the six to seven hour abridged legends books i would actually recommend a lot of those force unleashed those books are good that way uh, Shatterpoint's good that way. Um, not sure what else is on that list, but there's some. The The Legacy of the Force books mm-hmm. are all in that category as well. All the Fate of the Jedi books are unabridged, though. Okay, obviously I could talk about this for a long time. Freddie, in the in the realm of Star Wars subscriptions, if you're not going to go the audiobook
0: route, uh, what else could you gift for somebody well, for the holidays? If you're into subscriptions, you can always do the uh, in Star Wars Insider. That one's a great one. Uh, absolutely in, yeah we've got an affiliate link for that with Utini as well yeah uh comixology of course you've got the marvel the marvel unlimited as well and you can really uh, don't in. move on yet freddie oh. i'm trying to show
1: off my star wars oh. insider you're moving so fast <laughs> yeah here it is this is the one i threw last week it's still intact nobody worry um it's even got exclusive fiction you can even back order you can get some star wars insider issues freddie You just go to their website. You can order some of the old ones that have legend stories in them, Mm -hmm. which is fun. Or
0: you can get, of course, the uh, volume one that's coming out. What is it? That's right. Yeah, early, I think. Um, I'm not sure on the date there, but
1: it's going to have a bunch of the legend short stories, which is fun. I know it's got the Tenebrous Way, like the super mind-bendy Plagueis tie-in story from Matthew Stover. That one's crazy. So excited to have that one in print for the first time. Um, If you're looking to go the subscription route, you can obviously do a Twitch subscription. Got uh, tons of fun content here on Uchini.com. A lot of people, you know, not going to pull the trigger on something like that, but you can gift it to somebody. You can even gift a sub right here while you're watching. You just click that gift a sub button. Couldn't be any easier to fill somebody's metaphorical digital stocking. We've got tons of content coming your way each and every week. We do the Living Forest podcast. You ever heard of that one, Freddie? Yeah, Yeah, I think I've heard of it a couple times. Uh, we've also got Utini Game Nights, uh, which has the potential to get legends There's plenty of good Legends games there. And then finally, I'll say um, another good way to go with digital content would be a Utini Patreon subscription. We are constantly cranking out new podcasts and projects so and content. exclusives. I mean, we went from, what, two podcasts at the end of last year, Freddie?
0: It was just us and the Living Force. How many do we have now? Eight? I'm, I'm almost Nine? positive we have like ten now. But it's hard yeah. to keep. T- it's hard to count. We've got I mean, so many, so much good content. You know, the thing I like about it, Jared, is is not just the the fact of, you know, we've got the Living Force, which is you know our I would call uh, definitely our our flagship. But there, yeah. if you're just uh, you know a Star Wars fan that's really into only Mandalorian, we've got stuff for you there for just Mandalorian right. content. And uh, if you're more into just the 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 you know. The crazy stuff. Uh, there's, you know, we've got light speed, uh, light speed skipping as well, which you've been on. Never heard of it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Meg and I are on that all the time. Yeah, so there's, there's a bunch of content there. Having
1: so much fun with it <laughs> that we put it on hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> and Meg, your podcast cheating on us. Meg's got her own new show. Yeah. Tell us about cafe's, Meg.
2: Oh, how do I describe calf faves? Um <laughs> Yeah, how
1: do you describe calf faves? That's what I want to uh, know.
2: Uh, Heather and I, um, every time we record, we pick like a favorite Star Wars thing, so like last time we did our favorite comics um and we start talking about our favorite Star Wars things, and usually it just ends up uh, going off the rails into something yeah. else uh but it's it's really fun so uh yeah, you can hear that it's uh it gets a little crazy, so that's
1: yeah. last time I listened, Meg, I was out uh on the mountain oh, snowboarding. No just giggling like a child (laughs) while snowboarding, which is just a really fun image. And uh, then there was the wampa attack, and it really got out of hand. Um, No, it's absolutely one of my favorite shows. Another fun new project that we've got going from uh, Trevor. You know him from our Darth Plagueis episode and the Death Star Plans episode. Trevor, our our Legends aficionado from across the pond, Um, he and Jose, our designer, are doing a, a show all about Deep dives, the deepest of deep dives into random topics. They did a holiday special episode, um, uh, did a Mandalorian episode. All kinds of great stuff happening over there. An Excellent show, doing a great job. And I gotta say, I listen to that show a lot of times, just waiting for them to make a mistake so I can try to <laughs> fact correct them. And it hasn't happened yet. They're doing an excellent job. Yeah, they go really, they um, go really
0: deep on their on their content. If you're really into that stuff, the the behind 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 the scenes. Man, they're down there with Hades just hanging out in the deep dives.
1: (laughs) You know what's amazing, though, is that um, I pride myself in the amount of Star Wars books I've got. I would like to have. I would like to. I don't think I do yet. I would like to have the greatest Star Wars Legends book collection in the world. I don't know if I'll ever get there. Um, However, Trevor has got me one-upped. He's got, I think, twice the number of Star Wars books as me, twice, double the Star Wars books, which is amazing. And honestly, as we get going in this episode, we're talking about stuff, we're talking about toys, we're talking about lightsabers, we're talking about books, stuff you can put on your shelves. The fact of the matter is, it's really easy to get caught up in the materialism in the holidays, isn't it, Freddie? It really is. But that's,
0: that's really not what it's all about, is it? No, it's it's about giving, right? It's about uh, recognizing what you have and being thankful for it. That's, you know, Thanksgiving is, is, really, it should be just about getting family together and Christmas should just be about the same thing, right? Just Family together, hanging out. It's not about the deep fried turkey. It, I mean, if you really, you know, if that's what you care about, if that's what you're thankful for, do it. <laughs> but uh, you know, there, there's something charitable too that we could always do as well. Uh, so, Jared, if you were, you know, let's go with, you know, picking a charity, giving giving instead of receiving. Right? This is the yeah the best thing. So, l- l- I'm going to start with you, buddy. You know, my
1: my my sister in law, Kenna, my my wife's sister. Uh, a few years ago, she started um, asking for people to give to a charity instead of giving her gifts for Christmas. And I was like, wow, you're the most selfless, kind-hearted person in the world. That's really nice. I want stuff, though. <laughs> um- <laughs> So, in the spirit of my wonderful, beloved sister-in-law, I'd like for us to, you know, go around and all share one good organization that we believe in is worth giving to. Um, the charity that I've chosen to to at least highlight for a minute here on the podcast is called the Botham Jean Foundation. You might have heard that name in recent years. Botham Jean was actually a classmate of mine at Harding University. I've got the hat on tonight. Um, a friend of mine who uh, just a couple of years ago was shot and killed in his own apartment uh, by a a Dallas police officer. It's a long, messy story. I don't want to get into it tonight as much as to say he's really one of the most wonderful men I ever knew, Um, extremely selfless, great leader on campus. And so this foundation has been started on his behalf to continue in some of the works that he was passionate about, specifically um actions of social justice and I've got a link here I'm going to try to throw in the chat and also in the discord um you could read about botham's life he's definitely worth learning about learning his story but this nonprofit organization it is a christian organization um and so uh, specifically they're funding a few different um programs a few different charities that that botham was really involved in things such as um uh, uh, Boys Center in St. Lucia, which is where he's from, um, which is basically helping boys at a a juvie rehab facility. There's also uh, um, basically a a, a transitional home for children between the ages 2 to 16 who are victims of child abuse and neglect. Uh, So it's a variety of charities that that both was really involved in. It's continuing his legacy even after he's gone. Uh, What you got, Freddie? What's your pick? So...
0: Not as not as deep as yours. Well, I guess it it it, it can be. So, <laughs> believe it or not, I, you don't I, have to one up me with the charity. It can just be charitable. It doesn't have to be a competition. I didn't, didn't want to. I was you know, yours was very very serious, and then I have I have this thing in here in the show notes, and because it, it it was reminding me of what I thought about. I I was reading a uh, a book about uh, well, I was reading a Star Wars Legends book, and thinking about what what would Mon Mothma do, right? So. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, okay, charitable organization, what would Mon Mothma do? And I think, you know, the the organization that I'm going to pitch, and that, that is because I am a part of it, and I've gotten to see the uh, impacts that it has on communities and stuff, but it is the Red Cross, and, you know, especially with the fires really close to home, I mean, I'm talking not even two miles away, and uh, seeing all these displaced people, homes on fire, uh, yeah. You know, it, it it you get to you get to really experience these things in real time and you see that you see where the money is going and because of that, uh you know, I I can't help but I guess pitch it to as many people as I can because you know, I'm a, I yeah. I give my time and that's probably one of the most valuable things that I can give is time. So I give my time helping right. them out. Uh you know, basically uh helping my my neighbors evacuate because they are my neighbors. They're literally Yeah. It's like, crazy to think yeah. about. So that that's one that's one of mine. What would Mon Mothma do?
1: Well, I really admire that about you, Freddie, that you volunteer with that organization. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Abso- you know, we just uh, think that you're a goofy Star Wars guy. <laughs> There's so much more to you under the hoodie, Freddie. Absolutely. <laughs> Meg, what's your pick?
2: Yeah, um, so Partners in Health, um, they do a lot of different things globally, but uh, their main goal is to just... Uh, make sure as many people around the world uh, get access to health care as possible. Um, especially right now, um, people need testing. People need to be taken care of. And, um, you know, those donations go to um, the workers that are out there getting those resources out to people, um, building hospitals where there aren't any. Um, I studied health communications in grad school, so I'm, like, really, really passionate okay. about, like, just making sure everybody gets the help and care that they need because every human deserves healthcare <laughs> um basic healthcare yeah um so yeah uh just making sure that uh people get what they need so um i donate every month and like there are actually a lot of different things that you can do um through different um things to donate so definitely check that out i will um i'll link to some things in our discord
1: Wow, you're both such wonderful people. I'm so <laughs> blessed to be a part of this team. What a fun fun group we've got here. You're both so kind-hearted. You make me look so selfish compared to... Man, just such great, great teammates I've got here. you going to make me cry, Meg. <laughs> just trying to help people live. That's awesome. So kind. Okay, um, one other charity that we do want to highlight is in everybody's own backyard, and that is you can volunteer with your own local library. Um, specifically, a lot of libraries have a Friends of the Library organization... Um You could join your own library's you know uh volunteer organization, if for nothing else, just help them put on a Star Wars Reads day next October. make sure that the kids get their baby Yoda bookmarks, okay everybody's got to get their baby Yoda bookmarks this next October, and you can make it happen. Whew, making me sweat this is this is so important you no know, specifically, this is something i 'm passionate about because you know in uh in school growing up, I was looked down on for reading Star Wars books and doing book reports on Star Wars books. And I would probably think that I own more books than most of my classmates these days, even if a whole lot of them are Star Wars books. What does it matter? Um, you can learn so many incredible lessons from these books. Um, I say that while I look straight at Red Harvest. Hey, there's one lesson. Uh, <laughs> learn how to survive. Don't get consumed by a zombie tauntaun. There's one lesson. Anyway, um, get kids equipped with books that they want to read, um, no matter what the topic is. Um Freddie, what do you think about this? Is
0: this a good idea? Yeah, I think it's fantastic. You know, and it, it, it honestly doesn't matter uh, in terms of, you know, whether it's it's nonfiction or fiction. But, uh, you know, Star Wars books are very much, they deal with social issues. You know, we've had people like Cheryl and on who have pointed some things out, some really deep-seated things yeah. that, you know, we didn't think about at all. Like, uh, you know, abuse victims or you know, whatever, whatever it was. Uh, and, and you can learn a lot of life's lessons, especially if you talk with people who read the same book as you, right. And, and you join a book club or you go to your, your, uh, local library and you promote or, you know, help help them promote whatever it is they're trying to promote and get everyone to read. We want more books. <laughs> that's right absolutely and
1: you know one of the important points here is that um you don't have to spend money to be a star wars fan mm-hmm. it's not about your budget it's not about your pocket your pocketbook. um it's of course about the fact that you can enjoy what you want to enjoy and you can do it as cheaply as you want to do it and honestly i get a ton of my star wars books from the library where whether it's digitally on overdrive or libby or um it's, it's you know revisiting the Audible books that I bought five years ago. Um, there's tons of free ways to engage with the fandom. You can read fanfic. You can hang out in the Utini Discord. You can watch the movies whenever they come on TV uh, haphazardly. It's not about your ability to spend money or um, it's not about the amount of merchandise that you own. We want to be really clear about that. However, we do want to give just a few more. Give oh, yeah, recommendations before we wrap up the show. Just a few more. Now, on the charitable side of things, we want to say uh, one other fun way, of course, to engage with the fandom around the holidays is to, hey, as a Legends fan, as a book fan, a Star Wars EU fan, um, don't just support the, the the Galactic Empire that is Amazon. Uh, I'm not talking about Utini. I'm not talking about the the, the Senate himself, Corey Hilton. <laughs> uh, we're just trying to keep the the, the company afloat here. Um but uh, don't just make sure all those dollars are going to the mega corporations. You can also Meg, I think I remember you saying recently you wanted to start um buying more of your Star Wars books from indie bookstores. Is that right?
2: Yeah. Uh I mean, that was mainly because I was frustrated with Amazon damaging another one of my books. Um but Well, yeah. yeah hey. But uh <laughs> It was selfish, yeah, but still, you yeah, can Yeah, <laughs> buy I mean, if local bookstores like they a lot of them ship like nationwide, so like even if there isn't one yeah. close to you, like the ones that are near me, like don't have a lot of books that I would be looking for. But like, I know there's definitely things that like I can buy online and they can ship them here. So mm-hmm.
1: that's an excellent point, absolutely excellent point. My, I'm actually getting ready to go to the post office to mail the book tomorrow to um, well, somebody I'm buying a Star Wars book for. And uh, my wife was telling me you can actually mail books through Media Mail. If you just mail the book itself, nothing else, just the book, and it's cheaper. Never even heard of that. But I'm excited to start sending books to people. All of my extra Star Wars books, the ones that you know, I go to the used bookstore and I'm like, hey, I didn't, I don't think I have this one. And I come home and I already had four. Those are going out to people for sure. Uh, absolutely. Well, you know, Freddie. I know when it comes to doing your um, Star Wars shopping, you uh, have a local comic book store that you like, don't yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, one I love it. one fun way to engage with the fandom is support your local game store, your local comic book shop.
0: You want to talk about this one, Freddie? This is my favorite one. So if you if you do, I, I know a lot of people get their comic books get it mailed in, mailed to them. But if you go and make a rapport with yourself at the comic your local comic book shop. And you, with a mask on. With a mask on, of course, uh, it could be a Revan mask. You know, as long as it does the job. That's right. <laughs> but if you go there, you you will get special treatment because they've seen you, right? Like the the guy I go to, he knows I like Star Wars. So anytime there's a new Star Wars uh, comic book or anything that he gets, uh, he'll have I have first look and first pick. Oh, nice! Uh, you know of, of the the nicest crisp, the most crisp cover that you can find. <laughs> the other day, I was in my. Uh... I was in
1: my used bookstore in a town near me and uh, was asking them, hey, is that little selection of Star Wars books the only Star Wars books you have? And they were like, yeah, we used to have a bunch, but they've been disappearing. And I was like, okay, you know, honestly, I'm mostly to blame for that. I bought a bunch of them. It's my fault, but I've got a Star Wars podcast. so And I found myself telling them all about Legends Look Back right there in the local store. It was a ton of fun. I don't know if they were excited or terrified, but definitely one of the two. Definitely one. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Freddie, these stores, the local game stores, comic stores, they, they really cultivate the the nerd community in a way that provides a safe space for um, kids and, and adults even to, to have people to go and play tabletop games mm-hmm. with and um, to cultivate a community around these properties that we love. And, and we need to, even in the digital age where we have so much of this happening, Um, in Discord and places like that Twitter and Facebook groups uh, there's still something to be said about being able to make friends in real life and so that's one of the reasons why I think we need to do uh, at least a small part in trying to keep these stores afloat because they are disappearing rapidly and pretty soon we're going to have to put a banner right up across the top of them that says Legends because they're going to be extinct, you know (laughs) what I'm saying? So sad. And uh, finally, one other somewhat charitable way to think about uh, doing your Star Wars shopping is to support an independent artist. Now, I'm married to an independent artist, so I'm a little bit biased here. Um, and I do know from the legal side of things, if you are going to be you know, shopping on Etsy or, or an independent artist website, you technically can't legally uh, buy or sell property that belongs to a mega company like Disney. Now, you'll find plenty of Star Wars stuff on Etsy illicitly so buy at your own risk you have been warned so it would have to be star wars adjacent due to copyright issues but there's a ton of fun stuff um that you can find i got my little moisture evaporators off of etsy these are i I love these things did not know when they came in the mail i was gonna have to assemble them myself which was excellent they smelled terrible right (laughs) out of the package why i don't know took like a month to get here i think that it came from poland um but there's all kinds of fun stuff you just got to think outside the box Uh, along those lines want to of course plug the utini merch we've got tons of stuff available on our own website um ways that you can show your support of the company and the podcast that you love and your your um you know show your fandom on your sleeve literally we just um due to our graphic designer jose unveiled some new designs we've got uh um, new Mandalorian-inspired designs, Boba Fett-inspired designs. We've got masks! We've got... You know, everybody in my life is going to be getting you masks in the <laughs> stocking. Um have not done that yet. need to make myself a note because that's honestly not a bad idea nope. at all. Um, I, I got to get a new hoodie. The one that I have is like the old logo. Got to have the new logo. Freddy's got him a Living Force hoodie there. It looks excellent, man. That's a, it's an extinct hoodie. Can't find Special that one Special edition. That's right, special edition. All we need is like a big Ronto walking right in front of it. And, and then we're definitely golden. Okay, Freddie. as we wrap up the show, here, what are some, some last-minute, um, it's like the, the ninth hour, it's like December 23rd, you're trying to come up with a last-minute present. What is a, a wacky, crazy Star Wars gift to get
0: for somebody who's like,
1: you know, a casual fan, like maybe has never heard of some of these last really fun gifts we want to make sure that we mention on the show. Yeah,
0: I, I would say I would I would, lo- I would, just go out to Best Buy, get a bunch of DVD ROMs, and just burn as many of the holiday specials as you can and just hand them out to everybody. <laughs> oh, no. The Lego holiday special off Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, or at least the Boba Fett cartoon. I'll claim that as Legends. Oh, that's definitely Legends. Uh, you've got the Ewok movie DVDs, of course. You've got Sideshow Obi Wan, which is. What do you mean? Wait, hold on. What do you I, mean DVDs? I want the cassette tapes uh, of the okay. Ewok movies. I want the VHSs. <laughs> purists, purists, absolutely. Uh, yeah, there, So uh, you know, there, there's uh, if you have if for that very special person in your life, there's a Sideshow collectible out there for them. And if you want to get into uh, what, that's right, <laughs> in my opinion, it's gonna be it's a mix of legends and canon is the uh, Obi-Wan, the uh, Obi-Wan mythos, which is one of my favorites. And I... I consider that sucker pure legends for the time being because that's how I, that's kind of how
1: I picture Ben in um, like the Kenobi novel. Yeah. The, I mean, I guess it's set a little bit more closely to Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. But um, it is maybe my favorite piece of Star Wars art ever made. And it's that sculpture. It's like the half Alec Guinness, half mm-hmm. Ewan McGregor. Is that the one you're talking that's about?
0: That's exactly the one I'm talking about.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. And for those of you, so jealous.
0: Yeah. He's, he's carrying his backpack. He's got his, his Clone Wars armor still in his backpack. Uh, he's got his macro binoculars, his, you know, both lightsabers, the whole thing, the whole shebang. And, and, and it's a, uh, the artist specified that he, he did a mashup of Alec Guinness and, uh, um, Ewan McGregor's face together to create this Obi Wan st- It's gorgeous. statuette.
1: Yeah. We'll have to post it in the Discord. Um, That's an excellent recommendation. That's one I've wanted for years. I'm going to have to pick up one of these days. The question is, where will I put it? And that's always the question with this sort of thing, isn't it, when it comes to display pieces. I know where I want to put the books. The books go right there on the bookshelf. The collectibles, uh, I'm going to have to make some space. I'm probably going to get rid of uh, the the cardboard R2-D2 that my daughter and I built recently. That sucker's (laughs) going to hit the trash bin if... uh, if I get a mythos figure, uh, figure, one of those sideshow figures. Okay, what else? Um, one final recommendation I want to make. Uh, I got this one recently. The Air uh-huh. to the Empire shirt from Out of Print. I think I wore it on the last episode. If I can get it up in front of the camera. Make sure you can see Sabayat's abs real good there. I mean, this sucker is just gorgeous. Um, I was able to get it with a discount code to make it affordable because... Uh, I never want to spend more than twenty dollars on a T-shirt. It's even got the opening crawl from the book on the back. Oh, that's so awesome. And uh, it's like a good fabric too. It's not just one hundred percent cotton. I mean, it's like some okay. It is one hundred percent cotton, but it feels good. <laughs> it doesn't feel cheap. <laughs> I tried and I failed. Um, other fun things. And we'll wrap it up here. Um, you could get somebody Legends video games. There's Freddie. What's your favorite Legends video game? If you were to if you were to get one Legendsy game for for Christmas, what would it be? And don't say Star Wars Galaxies.
0: Ah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I would. I would get them. Uh, let's see. I would get them the original Rogue Squadron game to get them in the hype. Oh, nice. For uh... you
1: know, I've never played Rogue Squadron two. So I saw somebody say today that their favorite Legends game, their favorite Star Wars game, is Rogue Squadron two. So I'm gonna have to do like a binge of the whole series. Um, one of these days. I'm deep into squadrons right now, in the story. Ooh, yeah. I'm like a couple missions in. It's difficult. It is. It's really tough. Yeah. The sticks, you got to
0: play them just right. I'll, I'll be I'll be right there with you. I'll be right there with oh, we'll
1: you. We'll be we'll be forming uh what the Legendsy rogue squadron on squadrons before before we know it. And uh finally, what else? Uh, Meg, you got a, you got a legends video game you would pick. Uh one that you haven't tried and you've thought about trying. Maybe maybe now the holiday season. Take a Christmas break. You got one that you might want to pick up?
2: I I used to play Rogue Squadron 2 all the time, actually, Um, but I've never played the original. So, like that one, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I mean, man, that was a long time ago. Yeah. That's interesting. On the GameCube? Did you have a GameCube Mac?
1: nice oh no way you know what i think my brother still has our gamecube see if i can snag that sucker (laughs) when i go home for the holidays um what else we have here meg stay on with us i want to ask you this last question too uh lightning round right as we close out the show here we're gonna ask two questions okay one what's the best star wars gift you've ever been given and b what is the weirdest star wars gift that you've ever been given okay um Meg, I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this, so I'm going to give you a minute to think about it. I'll lead us off, and then I'll go to you, Freddie. The best Star Wars gift I was ever given, if I can find it. I think it's on the bottom shelf here. <laughs> I'll pull it up after I answer the question. My brother got me um, the Jedi Path book by Daniel Wallace. It's like an in-universe handbook on um, like all the ways of the Jedi, and it's got like, a handwriting from Luke Skywalker and Yoda in the margins, and... Um, The copy that he got me was like the one that had been sitting in our local bookstore for like a couple of years. So a lot of Star Wars nerds like us, specifically me a bunch of times, would just like take it off the shelf and read it the whole time I was in the bookstore. (laughs) So by the time I actually got the book, it was already absolutely beaten up, which made it seem even more in-universe, as if it had been passed from student to student to student. Anyway, it was an absolutely thoughtful gift. Uh, I loved it. Uh Freddie, what's the Freddie, what's the best
0: Star Wars gift you've ever been given? I actually have it right here. Uh, it's gonna be difficult, but it's the Ewok Village Action Play Set. From I mean this is No way, yeah. do you really?
1: Yeah. I
0: don't know if you could see it. Oh, that's it's... like one of the holy grails <laughs> of old school Star Wars toys, man. Yeah, it's super old and uh, it was actually a used gift that my cousin gave to me. He had no idea that I would like it. And I was like, I was I was blown away, so pretty excited about it. Oh man, that's excellent! I've seen that in a couple of our local
1: like nerdy collectible stores, and <laughs> and have all, almost picked that up a couple times. But uh, let's just say it's running for a little bit more than retail price these days. <laughs> yeah. uh, Meg, how about you? I'm going to show off real quick. Here's my copy of the Jedi Path. Oh, nice! Um, very proud of it. The back of it, like the banner is like all beaten up which i think just kind of goes to enhancing its lore. It's got like those ruffled pages, the edges that I kind of like to run my finger along it while I'm reading. It's a tactile thing. Anyway, all right, Meg, what's your pick?
2: Uh I mean, I can't remember specifically which books I would have gotten, but like any time that I got a Star Wars book um as a gift, uh that was also that was always really cool for me because like uh, you know, growing up like I grew up with one brother who was like really into Star Wars. And my dad um, was really into it too. And like my mom was kind of like whatever about it. And so like if she would like get me a Star Wars book, that kind of like was her way of saying like, hey, like I don't get it, but like I love you. So here's a Star Wars thing. Um, yeah.
1: There you go. Absolutely. And that's that's really the best. That's the most loving thing you could possibly do. Get somebody something for their interest, even if it's not Star Wars, even if you don't get it, and you know they love it. Like, I just bought, uh, well, hopefully he's not watching the show, my little brother-in-law who's 13. I bought him some Magic the Gathering cards. You know what? I also bought him Pokemon cards so we can play that together. But he's more into magic, I realize, so I got him some of those, too. You know, you just gotta you gotta try to appeal to their interests. Uh, also, I'm hoping we can watch, like, all of the Mandalorian next time I see him. So, I try to get him caught up on that as well. Okay, how about the, uh, the weirdest Star Wars gift you've ever been given? I mentioned the Star Wars jelly beans early in the episode. I also was given a, a Star Wars Frisbee one time. <laughs> and, uh, like, those aren't canonical. Those aren't in Star Wars. Um, what else? I got, uh, they got Star Wars glow-in-the-dark balloons. <laughs> Just, like, the worst gift because what are you going to do, blow them up for a day? Like, those aren't going to sit in the collection very well. Give me a Star Wars thing I can put on the shelf. Or I can watch. It was like Star Wars glow-in-the-dark balloons. Honestly, I wished I'd saved them for our one-year anniversary podcast when I hung up the balloons that one time. And uh, I think I had actually like used them just, just a couple months before that, let my kids... It was like a rainy day. It was nothing to do. I was like, all right, we're busting out those five-year-old
0: balloons. We're going to use them. Uh, how about you, Freddy? What's the, the weirdest Star Wars gift you've ever been given? Okay, so... Uh, one time, one of my aunts bought me a Star Wars gift. She said, hey, I bought you a Star Wars gift. I don't know if you have it. And in my opinion, I don't care if I have it. I'll, I like doubles. It's fine with me. Swing for it. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, if you see a Star Wars thing and you think of me, please buy it. Yeah. Please. Yeah. So she opened it up. Or I opened it up, right? And then I, I looked at it and I looked at her and I said, thank you so much. I've always wanted this. But it was the USS Enterprise. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Please tell me that uh, you blew it up with Boba Fett's rocket launching
0: jetpack. Well, she did give me something, which I still have. I don't have the USS Enterprise, but she gave me the gift card that she used to buy it. And it was a Darth Vader gift card. So That's better. You kept that.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amazing. That's a, such a great story. We got to clip that for YouTube. That's that's going on. The, it's going to be a promo right there. Uh, Meg, what's, uh, what's the weirdest Star Wars gift you've ever been getting?
2: I'm sure I got like a Star Wars toothbrush one time um that's weird "Uh, okay awesome i guess
1: you can take it with you into the refresher yeah there you go (laughs) scrub the calf off your teeth (laughs) or Or the esp calf if you are really drinking the strom stuff or the hot chocolate (laughs) that's right (laughs) pretty that's great well everybody let us know in the youtube comments or in the discord or um wherever leave us a review on itunes or google play wherever and let us know of course what is the best star wars gift you've ever been given and um the weirdest star wars gift what's on your star wars wish list for this holiday season um let's participate in the festivities together this has been a ton of fun and i have absolutely loved tonight's show that does it for this week thanks for joining us for legends look back thanks especially to meg our producer and to nathan our video editor to ryan our graphic designer and, of course, to everybody on the incredible Utini team who has brought us along to this point and made this show possible. Thank you especially to our incredible patrons. And, like them, you can get in on the behind-the-scenes of Utini with access to lots of bonus shows, including Cafes, Bounty Hunt, Lightspeed Skipping, Star Wars Archives, Ghost Crew, and so much more. Um, now that we are on Twitch, you can help us out by subscribing either the old-fashioned way or with Prime Gaming... Also, remember that we want your questions. You can email us, legendslookback at utini.com, uh, or leave us a message in the Legends Look Back Discord channel. You can also find us on Twitter. I'm at Jared Q. Mace. Freddie? At Wake up Freddy. And
0: Freddie.
1: And Matt Dowell. Excellent. If you're looking to buy some of these books and want to help support the show, uh, look up a book on Utini, click the Amazon link in the profile, and we'll get a few cents to help keep the lights on. Another way to help us out and show your love, Utini, of course, you can even fill those stockings and put those gifts under the menorah or under the tree or however this works this holiday season by grabbing some swag from our merch store at utini.com slash merch, including we've got uh, legends stuff with T-shirts and tanks and All kinds of fun merch over there. If you've read any of the books that we talk about on Legends Look Back, remember you can always head on over to Utini.com and leave us a review. Let us know what you think. We'd love to get your opinion, make your voice heard. But remember to keep the UTini fan code and be a force for positivity in the fandom. Ready? Meg, everybody in the chat, listeners, may the force be with you, and
0: happy holidays. This is a UTini broadcast.